Hi, everyone. Welcome and thank you for tuning into The Animal Files, the podcast where we expose the truth, science, and spirituality of pet care and provide you with the wisdom and tools you need to raise happy and healthy companion animals. My name is Victoria, an animal spirituality facilitator and integrative energy practitioner. And my name is Miranda, an animal health technologist and pet care safety expert. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Animal Files. We have another interview. We love bringing so many wonderful people across the spectrum that you can meet for you and your pets and your family. And today we have Janine Movold. Her and her husband, Chad, have a photography business. Her husband's a photographer and she does all the photo retouching. And it's such a great gift for the family to have a portrait with your entire family, including your pets. We have to make sure that these pets are really a part of the family. And what a great way to do that with photography. So I'm going to toss it over to Miranda and we're going to get this interview started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad that you agreed to come on to our show today. And it's going to be a great addition because we haven't talked to any photographers as of yet. So I think this will be another great value to provide to all the pet lovers out there. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. It's a pleasure to meet you guys and uh, chat a little bit about pets and how <laughs> <to do> portraits. <laughs> so when did you decide to start including pet photography into your services and why did you choose to add it? Well, it just, I guess, evolved naturally over time. We've been doing photography for almost 30 years. So since the beginning, really, you know, a family would say, hey, can we bring our dog along or a cat, hedgehog, horse, um, <laughs> all <laughs> sorts of things, but mostly dogs. Right. And so, yeah, we include them, of course. And it's uh, it's been actually... Um, really good to do that because people like to have that as a memory so yeah. Mm, yeah people are very attached to their their pets that's for sure I actually had my senior yeah. high school photo with my cat oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> for sure obviously it wasn't the one that went in the yearbook but it was part of the package so my cat yeah. was in the thing it was fun <laughs> Well, we definitely have included pets, not only with a family photo, but also with grads and uh, mm -hmm. weddings are a big one, usually the bride, but sometimes the bride and the groom, and it can be a cat or a dog. We've done both, but um, they definitely have are incorporated into many types of photos. That's for sure. I love it. <laughs> What is it that you love about creating pet portraits? Well, I would have to say that creating the pet portraits is just knowing that it brings so much joy to families and for them to have that memory of their pet. Because as we all know, life, the circle of life goes around, right? So, and pets quite often, especially now, even more so than maybe we were kids, are a huge part of the family. And um, mm. so it's really meaningful if you have a family portrait with your pet hanging on your wall mm. and it's just really special. And so that is important to both of us to have people have their memories with them to cherish. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
Is there any uh, anything in particular you try to capture when you take these pictures? Is there like, I don't know, certain emotions or like the connection or, or something like that? Definitely. You know, it's interesting because pets are often, there's the, there's the training aspect. So it's important that the owner can, you know, try and help us situate the dog properly. They usually want to face the owner. So, you know, we want them all to face the camera. So that can be interesting. <laughs> sometimes. But a lot of dog butt pictures <laughs> get edited out. <laughs> but, but yeah, generally, um, I guess, the personality of the pet really, um, if we can get that to shine through, because yes, the training is one thing, but it doesn't really show their emotion, right? And same with kids, you Mm -hmm. know, you get them to sit, but then that's when you really can get their reactions using, you know, squeaky toys or whistles or Mm. all sorts of different noises and um, getting their personalities, you know, when they kind of maybe tilt their head sideways Mm -hmm. or are really tired and sad and might, you know, put their paws down and they're just kind of done. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, mm. but, but you get, you know, excited and you get all these expressions. So it's really neat to get their personality to shine through for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you do all the pet portraits in a studio or do you go out to various locations as well? Ah, well, a little bit of both for sure. In general, for the most part, we do outdoor family portraits with the pet, but we do have them come to the studio sometimes as well. Once in a while, people just want their pet photographed, and we've done large storyboards and all sorts of things with just the pet in the photo, no people. (laughs) So um, (laughs) that being said, in general, being mostly outdoor, we do have a fundraiser once a once a year uh, for the Humane Society and we've only done it three times but COVID was in between that time but the last one we had was a few weeks ago so we had it at our studio and we had about 35 people come in with their pet over one weekend Mm. so so yeah studio is in a way a little bit uh, better just because it's a bit more of a controlled environment yeah makes sense yeah no squirrels that's right. <laughs> exactly. I would think that if you're doing portraits that involve horses or something like that, that would have to be done outside unless you've got a really large studio. I yeah, <laughs> no. So we travel a lot for our, um, with our photography. So of course, if there was a horse or even if it was, you know, just a family with pets, a dog or something, we, you know, go out to acreages and farms and whatnot surrounding Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And yes, definitely do those outdoor portraits with the bigger animals. Nice. (laughs) When you have a first timer who wants to have a portrait done of their pet or of them, including their pet, do you, have you noticed that they might have certain expectations about the photography session? Um, I'm not really too sure about that. I mean, Mm. when we talk to families about including their pet, we definitely let them know right from the start that we do a few with your pet, but not all of them because their attention span is just not there to last for as long as we want to photograph a family for. So that's one thing Mm -hmm. we definitely inform people. So they're not, you know, 
stressed out about maybe how long the photo session is going to be with their pet and that the dog might Mm -hmm. not be able to handle it or something like that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but other than that, I'm not sure there's okay. Is there sort of, um, well, you already touched a bit on some of the things that you talk to first time clients about, is there maybe a set criteria or information or something like that, that you give to all first time clients to help them know, first of all, whether it's going to be appropriate for their pet um, yeah. and what to expect through the session and all of that? For sure. Um, so for the most part, we kind of just, we always have a consultation with our clients first, if possible in person, but sometimes on the phone. So during that time is when we would talk about if they have a pet and whether or not they want to include them. And then we usually ask them some questions about their pet. Mm -hmm. For example, maybe how old the pet is. Sometimes, you know, they can't Mm -hmm. go up our stairs at our studio, you know, we, Mm -hmm. or, you know, how old it is. We also ask how well trained it is just so we can kind of have a feeling of if it will work um, Mm -hmm. or how it works. Uh, And we recommend that they basically have their pet had some exercise prior to the session kind of goes for kids Mm -hmm. and pets but uh, Mm -hmm. um, if the dog or cat or whatever mostly dog has been inside all day while people are at work and kids are at school or whatnot if they immediately come home and you know head over to the photo session the pet hasn't really had a chance to get out run around a bit you know get blow off some steam you know, just kind of Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So we talk about that. And also that they've eaten so that they're not too easily distracted, because sometimes they can't focus or can't, they won't even sit there because they're just they're hungry, right? Mm -hmm. They need to drink, they need to eat, they need to be rested, and they need to be exercised. (laughs) All the things that make them uh, the the best chance for success for Mm -hmm. the photo session. So those are some of the things that we talk about. Also, we chat about grooming. So, you know, some people take their grooming seriously with their pets. So you know, mm-hmm. they might want to take them for a grooming session prior to the appointment, but sometimes maybe not right before just because they want to let it look natural a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we consider props as well um, to see if maybe... Like when I say props, I don't mean putting hats on dogs or anything like that. But I, what I mean is, would they feel comfortable sitting on our couch? Most of mm-hmm. them are, <laughs> but, or on a chair, or is it best to have them just sitting on the floor on a backdrop, that kind of thing. So we really do mm-hmm. talk about a lot of the details with them just so that they're prepared and, and their pet can be as best prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like that might be the exact same protocol when you want to do a child's portrait make sure they're eaten make sure they're rested <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and the husbands as well yep. <laughs> have you ever encountered pets that clients have brought in that no matter what you did you just couldn't get a picture of them or a portrait of them well it hasn't happened yet <laughs> but um there are times when, you know, maybe the 
we would have expected to be able to get more, but it just, mm. just, you know, got one or two that worked and then the rest, it's just, yeah, forget it. <laughs> but, oh yeah. but um, Chad, he is a patient man. He is one awesome photographer and he knows all the tricks and he's, you know, maybe it's just a matter of giving the pet a break for a while. And we'll do some photos of the family without the pet for a bit and then come back to it. Right. And it just, you just need a split second to get that great shot. Right. So yeah, we haven't encountered it yet where we haven't got any <laughs> good shots. Oh, that's so. good. That's great. <laughs> but I'm sure that there could be some pets that can feel stressed in that kind of environment. Is there things that you do to help the animal feel a little calmer, more relaxed? Yeah, so when they get to the studio, the most important thing I think that uh, we do is let them just be like sniff around and mm. because our studio is quite large it's in two sections. So on one side we have consultations and we show people their photos there. And the other side is the studio. So mm. there's a quite a large space and, you know, there's a bathroom and stuff. So it's good to let them just walk around and sniff and just kind of get relaxed and also let the owner be more relaxed, which of course helps the pet be more relaxed as well. So mm -hmm. that is, I would say, the most important thing that we do. We do uh, encourage people to bring uh, treats or special toys or something that their pet likes mm -hmm. and will respond to. And that helps with their comfort level as well. Mm -hmm. But we always have a few uh, little goodies on hand as well. So we always can use those, but mm -hmm. yeah, but giving them a chance to relax is the main thing and get everybody just calm. And that mm -hmm. really goes a long way to getting a great portrait for sure yeah do you find that when you have a more relaxed pet that they will pay more attention and stay focused because i don't know about any of our listeners out there i'm sure a whole bunch of them are going to raise their hands but every time they try to take a picture of their animal their animal's like uh no and they don't want to look <laughs> at the camera or whatever <laughs> so do you find that doing all that you know making them get comfortable and whatever allows them to feel more i guess rooted in their skin so that you can actually do it you know i mean i know those tricks that a photographer would have but that's just one question that i'm sure that there's some people out there i'm like how do you get an animal to look at the camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. I mean, it's, it can be challenging. And there's, you know, just doing that pet portrait event, we had a few weeks back, we really got to see a wide range of behaviors and attention spans and, and everything. So we definitely saw some that and because it was a little bit more on a time constraint, mm -hmm. we didn't have as much time for them to relax. So some dogs you know, if it were a family session where we allowed a, a large amount of time, they would have had a chance to be calmer, mm -hmm. but they are each individuals and yeah. some take longer to calm down. Right. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, but it definitely really helps with getting good expressions and, and that sort of thing when they're relaxed and just cool. Yeah. I'm here and I'm ready to smile for the camera. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So obviously some of our listeners are not going to be within Edmonton, which is where you are located, correct? Yes, that's right. So is there any questions you could recommend that people ask of photographers that might be in their area to be able to find out whether it could be you know, a good fit for them? Yes, I would say that it's probably good if they ask a photographer if they have experience photographing pets. And that being said, even experience in photographing families with pets, because there's so much at play when you're doing a photo session, whether it's outdoors or in the studio, but the lighting and, you know, if you're outdoors, there's wind and other people and there's so many factors that are going on all at the same time so if the photographer doesn't have a lot of experience they might be too concerned with one element whether it be the pet or the lighting or their camera functioning or whatever so the chance of success isn't as good Mm -hmm. so one thing for sure would be experience with pets and just experience in general Definitely, I would just ask maybe what they do or would do to help their pet feel comfortable in the session, or Mm -hmm. they have any certain things they recommend, just to get a feel for if it's going to be a good fit or not. Yeah, that's great. You know, with a lot of different services out there, including the photography, I think a lot of people are just not aware of what to consider. They might just look for, oh, well, where's the closest location or, you know, who's on the top of the list or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not really, I mean, we don't have uh, phone books anymore, so it doesn't quite work that way, but (laughs) who comes up first in the Google search maybe. Right. (laughs) And quite, quite, that's right. And quite often in our industry as well is, is price. Mm. You know, quite often people are looking for the cheapest. Right. And sometimes cheapest isn't necessarily the best. So it's just important to consider how important is this to you, (laughs) right? Mm. And if it's not that important, then don't worry about it too much. But if it is really important to get a nice portrait, then you're going to want to take those steps to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've seen the examples of the portraits you have done on your website and also at the expo where I first met you and they look phenomenal. They're really beautiful. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's nice to have a compliment. So much time and effort goes into creating our artworks for people and it's Mm -hmm. something that we really love to do. So nice to get some feedback for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if how many people actually consider photography as an actual art form, because, you know, anybody can point and click a camera. Right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But it takes skill and creativity and knowledge, I guess. And I don't know what else you could add into that to be able to patience. Patience. Yeah. Experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To be able to put something together that not only just looks nice, but is able to capture the essence that they want captured. Yeah, that's right. And that's the most important thing is to really get an image that captures the essence of a person or a pet or whatever you're, you know, Mm -hmm. whoever you're photographing. 
And then of course, like you mentioned, all the other elements as well. So mm -hmm. definitely a lot of factors come into play in getting a <laughs> photo. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty much a given for this question, but... <laughs> Do you encourage families to include their pets in their family portraits? Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but not necessarily for all of them. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. just, just, you don't want to put that much pressure on your pet, first of all. But, you know, it's nice to have some of both, but we definitely encourage it if people, yeah. people want to. Mm -hmm. We always ask people if they have a pet that they would want to include. So some people don't even think of it of doing that. They say, oh, yeah, actually, we, we can do that. And we'd say, yeah, for sure. And then, mm -hmm. you know, make give them a bit more information and maybe yeah. show them some some ideas and yeah, go from there. But it's definitely something we encourage for sure. I love that. Mm -hmm. Families are not complete. If you're an animal lover, your family is not complete without your animal. So <laughs> if you're going to be in the market for doing a family portrait, why not include all your family members? Exactly. To me, people who don't think that way, I'm like, what do you mean? They're your kids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to include the kids, whether they're on four feet or two. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do you find that there is a tendency to have repeat sessions? So they'll have like a session with you and then they decide they want to book another session with you. I don't know, a few months down the road, a couple of years down the road, whatever it might be. Yes, that is a huge part of what we do. And we've photographed couples that are engaged and then their wedding and then their family portrait, and then they got a dog. So we do their family portrait with a dog and then they have another child. So we do another family portrait. I love it. And everything in between. And then, I mean, we've even done family portraits where we photograph them as a family and now the daughter's getting married and we photograph the daughter's wedding. So, so definitely we do have a lot of repeat customers mm -hmm. and sometimes you know, people will get a new dog that maybe we did their photos and they had one and then they get another one. So we take an updated photo for them. So right with their pets specifically, though, do they tend to only do it once with that particular pet? Or do they sometimes like to do it when they're a bit older to like show um, like a difference or something? I would have to say not a lot of that has happened, but it's mainly oh, okay. when people have gotten another pet or mm. just gotten a pet for the first time. But mm -hmm. not to say that we haven't photographed people's pets numerous times, but sometimes it's because of another reason. It might not be just because they want another pet photo, but okay. another occasion might come up or another reason to get a new photo comes yeah. up, but mm -hmm. not specifically that I know of. <laughs> yeah. So you are the retouch artist in your partnership. Yes. What does that involve? I'm not even sure what the training would be for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you a little bit about it for sure. Um, <laughs> I spend a lot of time retouching and retouching pets, although they're not as high maintenance as people are, I must say. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah, they don't really care. <laughs> Your faces don't quite wrinkle like ours do. <laughs> yeah. So 
After a photo session, when the client comes back to our studio to choose their photos, we tell them about the retouching that we will do on any photo that they choose. I don't retouch photos unless they order them, obviously, because that would be a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So there's a few things that I typically do when I'm retouching pet photos. So one thing is hair. So it can be in places it's not supposed to be. Sometimes mm. through eyes and stuff, like a hair will cross through the eye. Mm -hmm. So mm. I'll try and clean that up so you can see their eyes really well. Sometimes there's a little bit of gunk in the corner of their eyes. So I'll clean that up. Drool, of course. Slobber. That's a big <laughs> one. <laughs> that's always fun. Uh, retouching. And uh, even uh, sometimes the pet will, especially a dog will maybe will get a few shots where they're panting or where their tongue is out or whatever. So sometimes there'll be like a piece of grass or something stuck on their tongue. And it looks <laughs> weird, so I'll take that off. What else? Just sometimes a dog is really well groomed. So if there's like one big hair out of place, I'll fix that. And and then at the studio, we have them on a backdrop. So sometimes there ends up being drooled spots and hair or dribbles on the background. So I'll retouch those so that it's cleaned up and looks nice and perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And then there is also the occasion where a male dog might get a little excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so I will uh, just retouch their private parts <laughs> so that we so that they're not showing in the photos that might be too yeah. much information for some people but uh, <laughs> it's a part yeah. of dog ownership that's, that's right sure. <laughs> yeah so when it comes to the photos we don't want to see that so yeah <laughs> so, we, so we I'll retouch that out and um fix that up but yeah so just kind of basically overall those are kind of the fixes and then you know sometimes because a dog photo session is a little more kind of, I'll say, moving around a lot. Sometimes they won't be quite in the right light when the photo is taken because they got distracted. Mm. So I might have to lighten up maybe one side of their body a little bit or darken the other side or just kind of fix up the lighting on it a little bit if they've moved away out of the proper lighting. So mm -hmm. um, outdoors, that's not as huge of a issue, but in the studio, it's more yeah. obvious. So I fix mm -hmm. that up. But yeah, so then when we print up the portraits for people, they they look like a very elegant portrait of the dog or cat or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so you had mentioned that you have done some fundraising with your portrait photography. Can you explain the mission behind that? So people in your area can maybe look forward to that? Do you do it every year? Is it something that you're going to continue on? For sure. Yeah. So um, we uh, have done our pet portrait event on three different occasions. Uh, one was in 2019 and that was indoors at our studio. And then last year we did an outdoor one where we incorporated families with their pet. And then this year we were back to the studio. Mm -hmm. The main mission behind it is to help support the Humane Society. So Chad and I spend a day or two driving around all over Edmonton and area, dropping off flyers at vets and pet spas and 
all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so it's a really good cause for the Humane Society and for the pets themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we collect a huge amount of dog food. If people want to check out our Instagram page, you'll see <laughs> the recent shipment, I'll call it, of dog food we took to the, the Edmonton Humane Society. And so those animals really benefit from everybody mm-hmm. participating in our event. And so it's kind of a win-win because the pets benefit at the Humane Society and they get lots of food and our clients are so generous. We've had mm. clients bring extra bags of food and food for special diets and all sorts of things because personally they've experienced that. So they know the importance of having the different kinds of food available for animals. So mm-hmm. um, so that is really the main focus. Yeah. Then the customer gets a nice souvenir photo to keep that we offer them for their donation. So that's mm-hmm. really something that they can cherish. So it's just overall, overall a nice way to bring attention to the need Mm -hmm. for this kind of thing for food for Mm -hmm. the animals, because I'm guessing that the Edmonton Humane Society doesn't always get the funding that they need to be able to Mm -hmm. support the amount of animals that they take in. Yeah. Unfortunately, that seems to be across the board. A lot of these amazing organizations that donate so much of their time to help the animals of this planet, they just don't get they just don't get the support. Yeah. So I like the fact that you have the food drive aspect of it. You know, we have food drive for humans. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we need food drives for pets too, because <laughs> right. humans have pets. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And I know, um, actually there's, uh, I can't remember the organization now there, there is an organization that works with the people who are homeless, but have also chosen to keep their pets. Oh, yes. And so they look for donations of food and other supplies for these people who have pets as well. Wow. I have heard of that. That would be also another good focus for an event that we might hold in the future. And we are planning on doing it once a year. And Mm -hmm. so that might be something we could look into because Mm -hmm. we like to support our local community in, in any way we can. And it's nice to spread the love a little bit, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really important for you to share your experience and your reason for choosing to support the Humane Society this way, because, you know, with all of these different organizations out there, I think a lot of people tend to think of, oh, well, I either need to donate money or I need to donate time. And those are my only two options. So this shows a really great example of how people can support an organization, a charity like this without it having to, I mean, I guess it's still time. There is still time and money involved in a sense, but not in the same way. It's like you're providing a service in order to support. So other businesses could also look at what they do. It's like, oh, is there something that I can do to provide a service to this organization that will support these animals or whatever charity is that maybe they (laughs) are supporting? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, sets a precedent 
you can do this. This this is something, you, here's how you give back to the community. That's mm-hmm. right. And you can get creative with it and have some fun with it. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a serious, it's a serious business fundraising is because it takes a lot of time and effort and energy from people and money, mm-hmm. but you can also have some fun with it and everyone can benefit from that, right? And mm-hmm. having your community kind of come together a little bit more in a fun way to help support whatever charity it is that you're fundraising for yeah Mm -hmm. and it's a fun thing to do for the whole family including your pet that's right you know exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. so if people want to learn more about what you do your services how you go about it and see this examples of some of the portraits you've done they can find you on your website at viewpointphotography.net. That is right. We actually never mentioned the name of your business at the beginning. So it's, it is Viewpoint Photography. And you can also follow Janine and Chad with Viewpoint Photography on Facebook and on Instagram. And we will put those links in our show notes so that you can see exactly where to go. And hopefully by looking at the pictures on the website, you will get inspiration to bring your animals (laughs) into your family portraits. (laughs) You can tell I'm dead set on making sure that the animals are part of the family. That's right. (laughs) That's good. You are passionate about your pets. Oh, yeah. Yes. We all are. Yes. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't have kids. So every time I've had an animal, it's been like an extension of me. I couldn't imagine not having them involved with family, you know, especially if I had a dog. I mean, I've had cats, so that's kind of limited. But, you know, my last cat, we would take on vacation with us. So they're part of the family. That's right. (laughs) And having that representation of having them in a family portrait. And I know their lives are shorter and that could bring back memories, but hopefully when you have a happy portrait of your entire family with that animal, it brings back happy memories Mm -hmm. and not sad memories that that was part of you. That was a part of your family and a part of your timeline. And that's important. I think we need to focus on that aspect Mm -hmm. because animals don't live very long, you know? Yeah. It's definitely nice to have them in the family and it does bring so many people a special memory every time they look at their photos yeah Mm -hmm. I talked to one person who was talking about people who put their portrait with their pet either by the the pet by itself or with the family and they kind of put it on a wall that's facing the front door and that they can come in from a stressful day or a bad day or something like that and that's the first thing that they see. Oh, that's nice. that, is, that is really special. You know, I mean, we encourage people to print their portraits. And that is really why, because, yeah. you know, we have computers and phones and lots of pictures on them. And it's so nice to have that and to be able to share the photos that way. But to hang a portrait on your wall like that and to put it by the front door, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> And have your family with your pet in there too. And yeah, it just brings good feelings, good vibes, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad we had a chance to talk with you and share this. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity and it's really nice to be able to share what we're doing and hopefully people everywhere can benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be inspired. 
be That's inspired. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I enjoyed this conversation because I, as I just mentioned, I'm a big believer that your animals need to be part of the family. And hopefully this interview inspires people to do everything they can to make sure that they have a physical representation of the memories that that animal brings to their family and that love and that joy and that passion. I mean, there's so much dimension that our animals bring to our families and to be able to bring that all together in one physical representation you can't put a price on that. You really can't put a price on that. I mean, I'm sure on your website, there's prices, but, <laughs> but I think that the memory, you can't put a price on that memory. Exactly. I, I would agree mm-hmm. heartedly. So we know you have a busy schedule. You have lots of pictures to take, so we're going to let you go. But again, I just want to thank you for joining us here on the animal files and I I hope it brings inspiration to everybody. So all you guys, if you want to learn more about their photography, it is viewpointphotography.net. They're based in Edmonton, Alberta. You might get inspiration by going to their website. So thank you very much for joining us. And we hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope everybody is inspired to get a portrait with their pet who's part of their family. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go do it. Go do it. All right. You have a great night. Hopefully we chat with you again. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Take care. Have a great evening. Nice to meet you. (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. Just another lovely conversation with another great human that is trying to help bring animals and families together. And I love to see it. I'm so grateful that we were able to talk to Janine about her and her husband, Chad's business, and how it hopefully can inspire people to do that. So as always, we're going to have all of their information on our show notes, and we'll also be able to put them on the website because I figured out our tech issues. So yay, we can update the website as needed. So if you go to the website, just look for Janine and Chad Molvold and their link to viewpointphotography.net will be there. I hope that you check them out and support what they're doing up there in Edmonton with their food drives and their fundraisers they do every year because it's a wonderful thing. And as always, if you have any questions about the animal files or any topics or anything that we bring to you each week, you can always go to our website and that's www.theanimalfilespodcast.com. You can get all the resources. You can even get links to our socials and you can also get to our email there or you can go directly to the animal files podcast at gmail.com and we will answer your questions as best as possible. So with that, we're going to sign off for another week. Hope you enjoyed our conversation and we'll see you next time here on the Animal Files podcast. Bye for now. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to rate, review, and recommend the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want some more great info, be sure to check out www.theanimalfilespodcast.com.